Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. David Gilrath from the three. 7 a.m. Wow. This is a record for ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on a Monday morning. And no, we aren't getting you ready for the Quick Lane Bowl. That might be about a month away. We have a new head coach to talk about. Starting 13 consecutive hours live and local all day today on 100.5 ESPN This is ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day, a special presentation on a Monday morning. Good morning. My name is Jesse Nelson. I'm joined by Colin Russo, member of the ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day crew all season long here on 100.5 ESPN. Producer Hunter Vaughn behind the glass running the show. Plenty of chances throughout the course of the day today to not only hear from the regular daily lineup of ESPN Wisconsin Voices on Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Of course, Packers reaction will continue all throughout the day. A lot of special guests scheduled to appear, including of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brad Nortman will join Alex Strofe on the high noon hour a little bit later today. We've got ESPN Big Ten insider Adam Rittenberg scheduled to appear at 8.30 this morning with us. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day's Adam Mertz scheduled to appear in the 8 o'clock hour. Big day, including your reactions to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Again, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Colin Russo, you get the first word on Luke Fickle being named the 31st head coach in Wisconsin Badgers football history. You know, before we get started, Jesse, what a crazy Sunday that was for Wisconsin football. The second craziest Sunday of the season, I'd say. Second craziest. (laughs) And to think that we've had two Sundays where nobody knows what the hell is going on, one with Chris getting uh, fired and one with Jim Leonard, who was supposedly the job was his. This time Saturday, win or loss post-Minnesota, that terrible 23-16 loss, everybody was saying they were just expecting Jim Leonard to walk right into this job because Jim Leonard did good enough of a job to retain the position. He went 4-3. and three. He showed a lot more highs than lows. He was a leader. He was campaigned for within the program. He's a young guy. He was a, a guy that we ultimately wanted to replace Chris at some point. But then here is Chris McIntosh, the athletic director here at Wisconsin, who keeps, I guess, every single card close as close to his chest as you could possibly have as an athletic director. He comes out of left field and gets, I would consider Jim Leonard, 
if anything, is the 1B candidate for this job. The 1A is Luke Fickle. The only guy I think you could truly argue, and I think most of the fans would be on the same page for, that would be a better candidate than Leonard, would be Luke Fickle. And not only did McIntosh prime away from Cincinnati, which is seemingly a tough task, Luke Fickle has been called by every single big job in the country. Oklahoma, Notre Dame, USC, Michigan State. He said no to all of them. So we got a lot of questions that we'll touch on throughout the show today. My main one is what pried him away? Is it the money? Is it the job? Honestly, as a hire, as a Wisconsin fan who wants this team to be as good as possible, this is a hell of a hire. This is a home run hire. This is a guy who's proven he's a little less of a gamble compared to Leonard. There's a lot more questions in terms of what the current team's going to be, what the staff's going to be, and more importantly, what Jim Leonard's going to do. That's a whole nother story. Because you, admittedly, you could say, Luke Fickle hiring, great. Was the way that Jim Leonard, that his whole process was handled, was that the, the proper way? Probably not. And that might be a Macintosh thing. That might be just Jim Leonard getting a too ahead of himself thing. Maybe hearing the players in the locker room, those voices echo back to him and kind of threw him off that he was going to get this job when Macintosh gave him no promises. But to make this type of program-altering decision this quickly, it's a bit of a shock to everybody, and I imagine to Jim Leonard the most, but you got to be happy with this hire. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on 100.5 ESPN. Want to hear from you this morning, 844-770-3776, the old National Bank talking text line, 844-770-3776. Phone lines are open. Hunter Vaughn standing by, ready to hear from you on Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, 844-770-3776. Colin, I thought you eloquently said this was a home run hire. I agree. When Paul Christ was fired back in one of the first days of October after that Illinois loss, when ESPN Big Ten insider Adam Rittenberg, who's scheduled to appear later in our show this morning, put up a column at ESPNWisconsin.com with a list of potential coaching candidates You had the ones you expected. Jim Leonard was top of the list. Lance Leipold at Kansas was the hot commodity in early October. And a little bit further down the list was Luke Fickle. That was the one that I circled. And I said, that's like a dream scenario. To get a guy who has been the man at Ohio State. He was the interim head coach at Ohio State. He led the Buckeyes. He's been part of nine national championships at Ohio or Big Ten championships. He's been part of nine Big Ten championships and two national championships at Ohio State. That's an incredible resume. Then he goes to Cincinnati, leads the Bearcats to the college football playoff, something that was considered to be impossible for a non-Power 5 school until Cincinnati did it last year. And say what you will about how they got beat by Alabama in that playoff semifinal, they were fundamentally competitive. I mean, it wasn't like they got totally embarrassed in that game, and for being completely out-talented and you know, not at all what the Alabama program is, I thought Cincinnati 
fared decently in that game. They had ta- they had nine guys drafted on that team. To say that they don't have the talent to match up, that'd be completely foolish. So when, when Luke Fickle's name was on that list, I thought, wow, that would be a guy who recruits the Big Ten, can already go toe-to-toe with Ohio State, has knowledge of what Ohio State is, and quite frankly has a defensive background and enough Uh, What I think will be appreciation for what has made Wisconsin what it is, but also has enough innovative, evolving concepts to take Wisconsin to what it needs to be in the future. I think Jim Leonard would have been a great hire for the Wisconsin Badgers football program. I think Luke Fickle is an amazing hire for the Wisconsin Badgers football program. I think he is the guy... That as you look at how the media rights and the conference expansion with USC and UCLA and who knows who else may come into that conference in the next five to ten years. When you're looking at what college football is becoming, I think Luke Fickle is the guy that you want running this Badgers football program. And when this news came across yesterday morning, I was shocked and I was happy. I was so excited to see that this was the move that Chris McIntosh was sitting on. Cannot wait to see Luke Fickle get to work. Are you worried that an acclimation process, which is going to happen, he's not a Wisconsin guy, but he's a Midwest guy, do you think that acclimation, does that acclimation process worry you? Is he going to just try to place Cincinnati and Madison? Is he going to try to incorporate, or is there too much of a blindside, for lack of a better phrase, uh, within the Wisconsin staff that makes it difficult to kind of retain some of these positions and retain some of these coaches who know Madison and Wisconsin so well? I think that's an interesting question, and here's why. Because I think a lot of people are looking at the Cincinnati resume and what he did with Cincinnati and the NFL prospects and the college football playoff and the record with the Bearcats over over the last five, six years. Cincinnati is not a brand. Cincinnati is Cincinnati. What Luke Fickle did is he took Ohio State concepts to Cincinnati. What I want Luke Fickle to do now is be true to Wisconsin. Defense, offensive line, running back, you, all the strengths that make the Badgers what we're so proud of them to be. But bring in the Ohio State mindset that this is a program that needs to be consistently competing for college football playoff berths. For Big Ten, the expectation each year is to be in a Big Ten championship game, and when two years in a row Ohio State isn't in the Big Ten championship, the fan base is calling for Luke Fickle to come back. That was an article written this weekend. There were Ohio State fans that said, Ryan Day can't win the big game against Michigan. Bring Luke Fickle back. At least he could beat the Wolverines. You got Ohio State wanting this guy. We got him. If that's not a selling point, I don't know what is. Now, you mentioned, I completely agree with you on the fact that you should go after the guys that the top programs in the country want. But you're also saying you want him to abide by what Wisconsin is. When he was given that job at Cincinnati, Cincinnati stunk. They were 4-8, and and they gave him the keys, and they said, okay, this is a guy who's an Ohio State guy, who has the Ohio State mindset, who knows what Ohio, who what building a winning program is, we don't necessarily need that as much. We need a shot in the arm. We don't need a complete infrastructure change. 
And that makes it a little interesting now the fact that you brought that he should, quote, like abide by the Wisconsin way and kind of mold into that. But he's also trying to change it. That's a very tough job to get without some pushback, too, because he needs to maintain what we already are, but also provide that steroid and that shot in the arm to make us even better based on what we are. But in my mind, that's what makes him the perfect guy for this job. Really? That's what made him the ideal candidate above Jim Leonard, because as great as I think Jim Leonard is and everybody, just like we talked about with Paul Chris when he was let go, Jim Leonard's an amazing guy. Like, the relationships that he has formed with players, the quality of the product that he consistently produces out of a rotating cast of players on the defensive side of the ball is second to none. And if Jim Leonard has any chance to stay with the Badgers football program, I 100% want him to be the defensive coordinator, and hopefully he has that job for the remainder of his days on planet Earth. Like, that is the, the quality of guy and the quality of coach that Jim Leonard is. But Luke Fickle bringing in the evolution of Wisconsin football. And you saw it in in the press release from Chris McIntosh in the school yesterday. In the title, Fickle ushers in new era of Badger football. They are branding this. The school itself is branding this as a new era of Wisconsin football. They don't want same old Wisconsin. They don't want... Remember when Michigan went through their hirings with... Rich Rodriguez, and it was a debacle, and then they brought in Brady Hoke because he was a Michigan man, and they had to get back to being the Michigan way. That was a disaster for them. I wouldn't say Paul Christ was the Brady Hoke of Wisconsin football, but when you try to get back to just doing things the old way, and the way that the game and the world is evolving in college sports, you needed somebody with the mindset to be proactive and revolutionary to help take the program like almost what Barry Alvarez did in the 90s. From it's here, we need the bridge to get it over to the other island to be with the big dogs. I think Luke Fickle, as the reigning national consensus coach of the year, is exactly the guy to do it. I agree, and ultimately he is the type of guy that is going to provide that shot in the arm. Hunter Vaughn, I want to get your thoughts on this. Is that acclimation period, are, are you worried about it? Are you worried about his acclimation in Wisconsin? Or are you on the side of Jesse that he's not going to have any issue, he's just going to be able to mold this the right way and kind of play down the middle of providing change yet staying true to what we are? See, I don't want him to even worry about trying to stay true to Wisconsin. If he wins games, I don't care. I don't care how he does it. If we go to an air raid offense, great. As long as there's W's on the board and that axe comes back to Madison, I'm fine with it. And it's only going to be an acclamation because we're going to see guys transfer. We've seen it from the way players were reacting on Twitter. We'll do some tweets of the hire later on in the show today. But that's where I'm worried about next year for this team. Two years, three years, four years down the road, I'm not at all worried because I know what Luke Fickle can do. 844-770-3776 is the number to get into the show. We want your reactions this morning on a special Monday morning edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, producer Hunter Vaughn, 844-770-3776, the old National Bank talk and text line. Your thought on Luke Fickle being named the Wisconsin Badgers head football coach, the 31st head coach in Wisconsin football 
history. Again, 844-770-3776. We also will review some of the commentary from you, the fans, on our ESPN Madison Twitter and Facebook pages. We'll get to that coming up. Mixed reviews we saw coming through yesterday as Luke Fickle was reported to be and then ultimately officially named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers football program. Again, 844-770-3776 is the old National Bank talk and text line. One thing that I do want to touch on here with Luke Fickle coming to Wisconsin, and Hunter, you alluded to it a little bit with the acclimation process. Next year, don't expect Wisconsin to be 10-2. and There's a lot of change that's going to happen from right now through this exact day next year. Once we get through next season, I think we're going to start to see what Luke Fickle's Wisconsin looks like. I think next yeah. year you've got this. You're going to have a brief acclimation process that's going to have you know this this. This little movement from what Wisconsin was to what Wisconsin will be. And don't get confused with what Wisconsin was being the nostalgia and the greatness that I think many of us have been acclimated to since the Rose Bowls in the late 90s and then the three straight Rose Bowls in the early 2010s. What Wisconsin football has been the last three seasons is not what Wisconsin football should be. There are seniors going into next year that are not part of a Wisconsin football program that I think all of us want it to be. So when we hear some of the players yesterday, rightfully so, emotionally charged, it's been, it's been an emotional season for Wisconsin football. When you look at everything this team has gone through, losing a running backs coach, losing a, a friend in the tragedy in Virginia, Losing their head coach being fired in the middle of the season. Now their defensive coordinator that's rallied them through all of this gets, by many reports, blindsided by not being named the team's new head coach. That's an emotional, emotional season. And for 18 to 22-year-olds to have to you know, work through all that and then also go to class and then also have to worry about everything else going on in their lives, some of these guys are worried about their professional prospects yet and still having a chance and not knowing the uncertainty of with a new head coach coming in, what that means for their future in Madison and if they're going to have to move and where they're going to want to go to school, all that stuff. Like there, are, There is a lot to handle as a college student going through what you're going through this season as a member of the Wisconsin football program. But don't let that detract from what Luke Fickle can do to not only bring Wisconsin back, but bring Wisconsin forward. Because what we've seen since the COVID season of 2020, since Graham Mertz lit it up on that Friday night against Illinois, is not what we want Wisconsin football to be long term. And I think that's something that has been lost a little bit. And with some of the negative reactions, which we'll get to coming up here in a little bit, with, with some of the people saying, that's not the Wisconsin guy, that's not, uh, Jim, Jim Leonard knows Wisconsin, this guy's an outsider. Don't think of it that way. Don't think of it that way. Think of it as, this is the guy that can be like what Barry Alvarez was. He was an outsider. Barry Alvarez took this team from bleh to juggernaut. Yeah, he was a trailblazer for it. Let's see what Luke Fickle can do. And with the new media rights and the expansion of the Big Ten and everything that's going into play with it, I am super excited to see what Luke Fickle can do. Now I want to know if you feel the same way. 844-770-3776. The Old National Bank. Talk and text line. 844-770-3776. Give us a call. Hit us up with a text. Want to hear your thought 
on Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. 844-770-3776. We'll get to some of your reactions on the Old National Bank Talk and text line on Twitter and Facebook as well as we continue on on a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, Hunter Vaughn on 100.5 ESPN. We're on the Badgers. If Luke Fickle knows what he's doing and if he knows how to beat Ohio State. Because we're on Wisconsin sports. Then Chris McIntosh will have done a brilliant job. This is 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. is the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers football team. And we're here to react for 13 straight hours. This is just hour number one live and local on ESPN Wisconsin. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, producer Hunter Vaughn. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Special edition on your Monday morning as we react to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. 844-770-3776 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. 844-770-3776. Old National Bank. Get old and let's go there to Chris who chimes in with a text this morning. Chris, good morning. Now that Fickle is the coach, what are our thoughts on Jim Leonard staying with the Badgers? Does the Packers' defensive coordinator position come back into play? Because I bet Joe Barry is gone either today or tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) It's funny to me that This news comes out yesterday, and we have today 13 straight hours on 100.5 ESPN to react to it, and it's a day that the Packers gave up 40 points and 363 rushing yards to the Philadelphia Eagles in what many are considering to be the final dagger in the 2022 Packers season. Even before the game yesterday, people were saying... Jim Leonard should be on a, uh, in, a, in his car to Green Bay to go interview for that job. They've been saying that even, and I think yesterday just kind of threw gasoline on the fire. And now everybody's calling for Barry's job and they want Leonard in the mix. That's fine. There's so many questions with how Jim Leonard is going to handle probably the next two to three weeks of his coaching life and what jobs he, and what interviews he's going to take and where he's going to go and how he's going to handle this. Because not only does he have a lot of players that are on his back like this and who have his back, he also feels an obligation to leave. Of a leave, not only a program that he really kind of committed himself to and turned down a lot of other places, Will, with. This is a tough decision for him because now he, this is a guy who doesn't really know where to look. He hasn't been anywhere else. And whether that's an NFL job or another college job, where is Jim Leonard going to look? I think don't think there's a chance that Jim Leonard comes back. Not only for the reason of Jim Leonard, I think from his perspective, he probably feels blindsided, so why would you come back? But also from our perspective of the locker room, there's a lot of power dynamics that go into bringing in a new head coach. You need a new leader in the locker room. These guys who just played for Jim Leonard, they look at Jim Leonard as the head coach. They look at him as the main leader. So you bring in Fickle, and for some reason Jim Leonard stays around as defensive coordinator, you're adding a whole lot of issues to Jim Leonard sort of being in the mix in the room when Fickle's trying to create his own identity in locker room. So 
here's the fascinating thing to me. Two years ago, Mike Pettin was relieved of his duties in Green Bay. He was not brought back to be the defensive coordinator of the Packers. And the Packers thought, we're going to give a call to this upstart defensive coordinator who's dominating the college ranks down in Madison. And Jim Leonard is going to take an interview, and he's going to come on up here. And what Wisconsin guy wouldn't want to be the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers? Well, Jim Leonard did not want to be the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. And so he returned to Wisconsin, and the Packers thought, oh, shoot, okay, let's call Joe Barry, who's consistently one of the worst defensive coordinators in the league and has a track record of not doing very well at three different teams, and let's bring that guy in to turn things around. Last year was a fluke. This year, I think we're seeing the true colors, and uh, we're going to be right where we were when Mike Pettin was let go after the COVID season of 2020. That now the call could go to Jim Leonard, and if I'm Jim Leonard, I am taking the call, and I'm definitely considering my options. And that is our poll question this morning at ESPN Madison and ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day poll. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, a special edition on your Monday morning reacting to Luke Fickle being named the head coach of the Badgers. Here's our poll. If you were Jim Leonard, would you rather be the Badgers or Packers defensive coordinator in 2023? Colin? If you said it, you feel blindsided, I got to imagine you're going to say Packers. I don't think he's going to take that Packer job either. But if I'm him, I, of course, go to the Packers. You know, and he's a college guy at heart. And it's seemingly my thinking is that he didn't want to go to the NFL due to how, despite how ironic it sounds, how cutthroat that business is and how quickly Barry, two bad years, a year and a half, poor, you're out. People, well, people wanna, he's got a resume. He's got course, some history that's going to lead us that decision. Of course, but from what decision. we've seen, they want him out after a relatively short amount of time. There's a lot less time you have to kind of build what you want. And with Jim Leonard, he's got a lot of guys that are part of his staff. He'd be going on his own to a job that he's going to have a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations for. And I don't think he should come back. I think that's probably at the bottom of the list. So, yeah, if anything, he should go to the Packers and be that defensive coordinator. I don't know if he wants to. Maybe he wants to stay in the college landscape. Maybe he wants to stick in Wisconsin. Nobody knows what Jim Leonard's going to do. I I doubt even he knows what he's going to do. So, ultimately, I think he's at a very tricky crossroads with how he's going to continue his coaching coaching career. But if there's a choice – I think you gotta pick you gotta pick up the phone when the Packers call. I'll let you know how the voting's going in a second. First I want to hear what Hunter Vaughn thinks, our producer, big Badger fan. Uh not a Packer fan, notoriously, but yes. you know. We'll, 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 I'm curious to hear your insight on this then. So if you are Jim Leonard, would you rather be and again, I'm not ruling out that Jim Leonard doesn't get a call from a hundred and fifty other college football programs asking him to come be their defensive coordinator. Everyone from Eastern Michigan to Notre Dame to Ohio State, I would imagine, would have interest in bringing in Jim Leonard to be their defensive coordinator. But let's just say for the sake of this, these are the two options. Packers defensive coordinator or returning to the Badgers, a team that you thought was going to hire you as the head coach and coming back to your alma mater, the place that you love, and being the defensive coordinator under a new head coach. Hunter, which job would you rather have if you're Jim Leonard? I would rather stay in Madison. Because given all of that, 
and the fact that they went somewhere else, if he stays and this defense goes back to being a top 10 defense in the country, there's a statue right alongside Luke Fickle of Jim Leonard outside of Camp Randall. Because of that loyalty and how much the fans in Wisconsin would love him for putting his ego aside and saying, I'm going to stick with the school that I love. And plus, I don't want to deal with all the nonsense that comes with the NFL, the level of ego that you have to deal with, and the fact that you have one bad year. Twitter's blowing up every single Sunday for you to get fired as a DC. You at least get a couple of years at the college level before that happens. So the voting right now, and it's early. We just posted this poll a couple of minutes ago. Closing in on 100 votes. If you were Jim Leonard, would you rather be the Packers or the Badgers defensive coordinator in 2023? Colin, have you looked at the returns yet? I have not. This one, we love doing this on Wildey and Tausch, which you'll hear coming up after us this morning here on 100.5 ESPN. Tausch loves not only coming up with the poll question, but then predicting what the results of the poll question are. What do you think it stands I at? think it's probably going to be... 60-40, 65-35, Packers defensive coordinator. That's you're, my guess. You're right on. 63% right now in our poll say Packers defensive wow, coordinator. Wow, that is impressive. He's right did there. not look. I swear, I did not look. It's pretty good. 63% say Jim Leonard. If, if you were Jim Leonard, you would rather be the Packers defensive coordinator than the Badgers defensive coordinator in 2023. Here's one thing that I will say, and I'm really curious to hear from ESPN Big Ten insider Adam Rittenberg coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, this special edition, because he talked to Chris McIntosh yesterday. And I'm really curious if there is any... Now, what's the word I'm looking for? Any hope that Jim Leonard stays as the defensive coordinator. Because, number one, I think all Badgers fans would agree, we want Jim Leonard to be the defensive coordinator. He's been really good at it for five years. Like, yeah, sign us up. Number one defense in the country consistently. Yeah, let's do that. When Luke Fickle was at Ohio State, he was a coordinator. In 2011, he became the interim head coach at Ohio State amid some turmoil with Jim Tressel and the end of his run after a national championship and a lot of success. Luke Fickle was an Ohio State alum, took over the program, guided the team through a tough year. Then Urban Meyer gets hired following that season. Luke Fickle was highly praised. Like, yeah, you know what? He did a good job navigating things, all things considered, like probation looming. Nice job, Luke Fickle. We're bringing in the best coach in college football in the last decade to now lead the Ohio State program in Urban Meyer. But Luke Fickle stayed. For five more years, he stayed in his position as defense quote co-defensive coordinator and a coach on the defensive side of the ball before he took the head coaching job at Cincinnati just up the road. So if anyone in the country understands in college football what it's like to be an alum of your program to be the interim head coach and think you have a legit shot to be the full-time head coach and then to have someone else come in and get the job but stay loyal to that program and still continue to find success and Fickle was on one of those staffs with Urban Meyer the first college football playoff ever Ohio State won a national championship Fickle was there for it just saying if anybody understands what Jim Leonard would be going through, it's got to be Luke Fickle. That's a fascinating comparison, and I ultimately think you're right. And I think 
that nowadays, I think it's 2011. I think Luke Fickle doesn't benefit. I think Jim Leonard is in a tougher spot now due to the presence of social media and everybody's voice being so amplified nowadays, whether through media availability or online or whatever. 2011 was a little bit of a different time. Every player, former and current, that has a social media presence has expressed their displeasure with the administration's role in hiring Luke Fickle. Whether it's Nick Herbig, Torchio, these guys in the locker room, Braylon Allen, they're all saying Jim Leonard, Jim Leonard, Jim Leonard. My question is, this is going to be a whole lot of pushing the ego aside. College football, coaching in general, is a very egotistical endeavor as a as part of sports. And in order for him, Luke Fickle did, in order for him to put that aside, think, okay, maybe it's not my time to be a head coach. Jim Leonard started, started coaching here like six years ago. So he is as young as you could possibly get for this coaching ladder. So if Fickle did it, that's a big time commendable type of thing to push that ego aside and do what's best probably for your career and for the team. Can Jim Leonard do the same thing? Maybe. Was it as choppy and as, quote, blindsided type as it was with this job? I don't really know. But if it was, and he's still st- stuck with Ohio State for another five or six years, he's the right guy to talk to, to yeah. Jim. And, and McIntosh did say that they're going to talk to each other. So Jim Leonard hasn't said a word. He shouldn't. He should talk to Fickle first. I'm sure Fickle's going to try to keep him and retain him. That's my first guy. I'm, I'm sure that's the first thing that's going to come up. Why wouldn't he, right? Right? And he knows that Leonard knows Wisconsin. Leonard has a big connect to all the recruits. Leonard has the locker room currently. That will make the transition easier. It's just a whole issue with how the players are going to respond, the power dynamics of the locker room, all the ego all the ego that's in that locker room now that Jim Leonard's had a taste of that head guy, the lead guy, the administrator of the coaches. Now he's got to step back. So it's it's a tough spot, and it'd probably be a weird acclamation, but it's best for the program. It's best for the team. I'm not sure if he'd do it, but Fickle, great point. The right guy to kind of talk him down to it. Yeah, the one thing I think you would want to consider here is what Jim Leonard's relationship is now with, uh, let's call it management of the athletic department and the school. If he did feel blindsided, like think of... I guess one of the best comparisons, I like comparing football to school a lot. I feel like that's a relatable thing. So if you're a, a, a teacher, a principal, an administrator, like let's say you're, you're an administrator in a, in a high school and the principal suddenly up and leaves middle of the school year and you're asked to slide over and, and take over overseeing the entire school operation. You're like, okay, yeah, I can, I can take over here and everything seems to be going very well and all the students like you and you're you know, sitting at the lunch tables, high-fiving everybody and you feel like everything's going well and then you get to the summer, everybody's gone for summer break and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to become the full-time principal here and then suddenly you know, the school district who's been telling you that you're doing a great job the whole time suddenly says, yeah, we're bringing in someone from Connecticut. They're going to be our new big shot principal. Yep, big shot principal. This guy turns schools around. Number one on principal big boards everywhere. He was in articles from Adam Rittenberg on if you want a principal, this is the guy you want. This is the guy to turn around the school. And you're you're thinking, hey, I thought I did pretty well here. And this is after other schools call you during your tenure as the assistant principal 
mm-hmm. and you tell them to kick rocks. Not only that, community college up the road. Yeah. Founded they, in 1919, they, they're they calling want, They wanted you to be the assistant principal at the, uh, the uh-huh. community college, the state school. Uh-huh. Yeah, you turned all that And you said no down. because you love this high school. Yep. That, that, that be, is Jim Leonard. That would be tough if you don't trust administration. So I'm curious what that relationship is now. Because if that's reparable, if Jim Leonard still trusts Chris McIntosh as the leader of the, of the athletic department, if he trusts you know, school leadership, and if he trusts Luke Fickle— He's proven he didn't want to go anywhere else under Paul Christ. Why would you want to go anywhere else now? 844-770-3776 is your way to get into the show on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We welcome those of you that have joined us here on a Monday morning. No Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max for the remainder of the morning. They'll be back tomorrow morning. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, producer Hunter Vaughn, leading you up till 9 a.m. when Wildey and Tausch takes over. 844-770-3776. Your reactions to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, 844-770-3776. We'll step aside. When we come back, we will hear so, – so one of the staples of ESP at Wisconsin College game day is the tweets of the game. Colin, on the post-game show all season long, including on Saturday, you go through what some of the crazy people on Twitter are tweeting out uh, after a bad pass from Graham Mertz or after a questionable officiating all call. All the emotional responses, yeah. yeah. So Hunter Vaughn, who produces ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays all season long, had the great idea, let's do tweets of the hire. Instant reaction on Twitter. Cannot wait to get to some of these. That's coming up next, plus your reactions on the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. It's ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day, a special Luke Fickle hired edition on 100.5 ESPN. On the air, on demand, on social, on Wisconsin sports. Serving Wisconsin sports fans. This is 100.5 ESPN. I'm trying to think. So I've been part of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day for seven years now. My name's Jesse Nelson. Colin Russo, Hunter Vaughn in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. It's a special edition of ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day on a Monday morning, kicking off 13 straight hours live and local, reacting to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Of course, plenty of conversation throughout the day as well to the Packers losing 40-33 to last night to the Philadelphia Eagles. 40-33. to They gave up 363 yards rushing. Jordan Love played well. <laughs> Jordan Love played well, and we're not talking about it. Aaron Rodgers might be done. It might have been his last game as a Green Bay Packer, and we're not even talking about it. What a day. But I'm trying to think. So ESPN Wisconsin College game day typically airs on Saturdays, of course, when the Badgers play. We've had some Friday night kickoffs to the season at Camp Randall Stadium several years in a row, Labor Day weekend. Uh, some big parties. I think... If you want to get technical with it, we did a post-game show after the Holiday Bowl in 2015 when Wisconsin beat Juju Smith-Schuster and USC. Was that the Jack Sitchie game? It was the Jack Sitchie three sacks in a row game. Yep, three sack Jack. Good pull, Hunter. Uh, that game ended at like 1.15 in the morning and we did a post-game show. 
You're and, insane. And we were taking calls from San Diego and Texas and wherever anybody wanted to call. You wanted to stay up with us that night and t- it would take a call. Go for it. So we were on till three in the morning that night. I think if you want to get technical with it, that was the earliest ESPN Wisconsin College game day show. But if you're like me, where starting at 1.15 after a game that started at 9 p.m. technically doesn't count, then we are setting a record this morning. This is the earliest ESPN Wisconsin College game day show in the show's history. First show ever at 7 a.m. Unbelievable. Here we are. <laughs> Luke Fickle is the reason we are breaking records Look at here. Us. I bet you guys didn't know we were part of history today. Yep. 844-770-3776. Big day. Big day for a big last 36 hours for uh, Wisconsin football and the college game day team. Yeah. How about that? Uh, great job with you and Brad Nortman on Saturday, by the way, reacting to the Minnesota game. Kaliak Manis threw for like 300 yards? 319 yards and two touchdowns, zero interceptions. What's worse, Kaliak Manis throwing for 319 or the Eagles running for 363? Just as bad, both. That's not our question, although we might want to pocket that one. In the meantime, 844-770-3776 is the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Before we get to our tweets of the hire, let's take a call. Let's go to Johnson Creek and go to Shane. You're on ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day, and you're the first caller of the morning, Shane. You are the first caller on the earliest ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day show ever. Big honor for you, Shane. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, we are great. We're big fans of the hire, Colin and I, of uh, Luke Fickle well, coming to Wisconsin. What do you think, Shane? I- I think it's a very good hire. I think at some point Wisconsin has to de- had to decide that they were going to maybe move past. I'm not saying that they've had a bad program, but if you really look, because I've heard a lot of people say, well, they, this is a high-risk, higher, high reward, but they really haven't done much in about four or five years, and they've been kind of stagnant, a lot of uh, Mayo Bowl games, pinstripe bowls, and I just think at some point you have to – look at your offense, maybe that needs changes, maybe you need to, you know, change your tempo of play, Change get some new ideas in the program. And it's not to say that they've been a bad program, but I'm glad they're kind of changing a few things for once and not just going with the same old uh, model that they've done for a long time. So I'm very happy with the hire. Yeah. Uh, Shane, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate you tuning in with us here on a Monday morning on ESP at a Wisconsin College Game Day. Uh, I agree. I think that I think Shane Collin captures a lot of what Badgers fans are thinking right now. That this is an awesome hire because of the track record. He's the 2021 Consensus National Coach of the Year, Luke Fickle. He has seen success at Ohio State. He has seen success at Cincinnati competing directly with the recruits that Ohio State would be looking for in that state, a football hotbed. You come to Wisconsin, you know Big Ten country, you know what what it takes to be Ohio State, you know what it takes to be a team competitive in the college football playoff as they were against Alabama last year in the semifinal, a Power 5 school that has become a juggernaut under his leadership. This is not just the next hot coordinator that you're bringing in to be the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. This is as good a candidate that there could possibly be on a college football head coaching market, and Wisconsin's got them. I think the way you got to look at it is if any job that's probably not an SEC job because he doesn't have any Southeastern roots, any job on the West Coast, any job relatively in the Midwest, North, East, 
any of those jobs open, Luke Fickle is one of those first calls. Whether it's USC, Notre Dame, Ohio State, if Ryan Day for some reason stepped down and was done coaching, who would they call first? Luke Fickle. Harbaugh steps down. They're calling Luke Fickle. Everybody, other than the SEC, would call him first. Just that alone should convince people that this guy's the real deal. And not because you want to be different and this and that. These coaches are wide, he's widely acclaimed in the, in the market of college football. The fact that we got him a, a, a program that it's hard to consider them the A tier of a football program. They're probably like the A minus. Just the fact that we got him when he could have went to Notre Dame, he could have went to USC, he could have picked up the phone and be back at Ohio State, he could have been anywhere. He, the fact that Wisconsin got him to mold the next program, you can't say that this was the wrong hire, objectively. You can't say it. Sure, Jim Leonard, they probably handled it incorrectly. They, in all honesty, they probably did. McIntosh probably let it on, this and that, maybe player, whatever. Whatever it may be. But the fact that he was so widely acclaimed amongst other programs, he is the top of the tier in the college football market, as close as you could get in the past few years. 844-770-3776. Continue to share your thoughts on the old National Bank talking text line on the Badgers hiring Luke Fickle as the 31st head coach in Badger football history. In the meantime, it is time to turn our attention Instead of the tweets of the game, as you usually hear on ESP at Wisconsin College Game Day following Badger football games all season long, let's turn our attention to the tweets of the hire. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I love that we're doing this. Hunter Vaughn is our producer behind the glass in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Hunter, take it away. Colin alluded to it, but Scary Alvarez, one of our favorite Twitter accounts ah, for this is a good segment. Account. Good account. Uh, let me get you up to speed on how Luke Fickle has responded to various head coaching jobs over the last year. Notre Dame, not USC, no. LSU, kick rocks. Oklahoma, no thank you. Wisconsin, absolutely yes. <laughs> Love that tweet. Those are all. Those are four teams. Notre Dame's been to a college football playoff. LSU's won a national championship. Oklahoma's been right there mostly every single year. USC's probably going to get a bid this year. We haven't even sniffed that in the in our in the last few years. For us. I'm fascinated. At, hopefully, Rittenberg can can give us a little bit of insight to this or somebody. What pried him away from Cincinnati? Was it a Cincinnati thing, Wisconsin thing, whatever it may be? I can't see it being strictly Wisconsin. I got to imagine Cincinnati, you know, it's hard for him to step away from that program after they go 12-0, and 13-0, and then go to the college football playoff. That's a hard spot. But to go away for, not saying this is a bad job, but for us, comparatively, I'm just shocked at the idea that we were able to pry him away. I think here's why you step away from Cincinnati if you're Luke Fickle at this point. Last year, when all these teams are calling you, Notre Dame, USC, many others that had openings, Cincinnati's getting ready to play in the playoff. Yeah. They got to play on New Year's Eve against Alabama. Quit calling me. I'm trying to get my team ready to go beat Saban. 
So I understand why you have to turn those calls down, but everybody, I mean, Chris Peterson at Boise State went through the same thing. Prior to Cincinnati, I guess UCF was in the mix there, but Boise State was the original non-Power 5, and it wasn't called that at the time, but non-Power 5 team that made a national... Uh, recognition. Recognition. They were consistently a top five team that had a chance to be in the conversation for a national championship. And eventually, Chris Peterson realized, I'm not going to be able to do this at Boise State forever. Can't do it every year. Like, I had some really good teams, and we still didn't get into the championship because Kaepernick and Nevada beat us. And because we just didn't get to play Virginia Tech at the start of the year, and they turned out to be as good as we thought they would be in our one chance to be a, a decent or to be on the national stage beating a decent team instead of San Diego State and Utah State consistently. So I think Luke Fickle probably, if I had to guess, and I am curious to hear what ESPN's Adam Rittenberg has to say when he joins us at 8.30. I'm guessing he just looked at it this year and said, okay, we just lost to Tulane. We lost a couple of games earlier this year. Uh, we were in the playoff last year. That was awesome. We had nine NFL guys. I'm not going to be able to stay at this level forever at this school. Like, we lose one game and we're done. If you come to Wisconsin, you can lose that one game to Ohio State and avenge it in the Big Ten championship game and still get into the playoff. Georgia can lose a game and make the playoff. USC can lose a game and make the playoff. Anyone in a Power Five conference can lose it. Cincinnati can't do that. So... If you look at it in, in its entirety, if you're Luke Fickle, you're caught in the moment, you're lost in the sauce last year. This year you look at it, okay, different story, different scenario, time for me to jump at an opportunity, and Wisconsin's the best fit. Hunter, what else we got for tweets of the hire? These two came one right after another, and I thought it was just incredible that they both hit at the same time on my Twitter feed. Both former tight ends at Wisconsin. First, Travis Beckham, probably my favorite former tight end from the Badgers. He said, Luke Fickle is huge for this program. It's now time to expect greatness. Mm -hmm. That was followed right up by Troy Fumagalli of the Badgers. He said, losing Jim Leonard will go down as one of the biggest losses in Wisconsin football history. His knowledge slash feel for the game, along with being able to relate to players, was the best I've ever seen. I think I know what side both of you guys are on, but I just found it so fascinating that within 30 seconds we had two very different takes on this hire. From two former Badgers tight ends. Colin, which of those tweets stands out more to you? I was thinking about the second one, and the fact that he's saying the feel and the connection with players is second to none, and that's something that is irreplaceable. He's probably right. Jim Leonard is a young guy. He's He was playing very recently, comparatively to other coaches. And he connects with the players well. We just went 6-6. Six and six. We've had three or four pretty mediocre years for Wisconsin football standards. But you need to start seeing some results. And Jim Leonard was a part of that. And you know, the defense was great, and he wasn't the head coach. I agree. He was dealt probably a bad hand. He was stuck with a Paul Chris staff and a Paul Chris roster, and he had to make it work. And he went four and three and teach their own. That's over. The idea that Jim Leonard was went undefeated for us and we just kicked him to the curb, that didn't happen. He's young, he's inexperienced, he's never done it before. There's a lot of questions in regard to Jim Leonard. I thought the team played uninspired against Minnesota for the most part. And that's a coaching thing. I thought they were completely undisciplined on that final drive. That's a coaching thing. 
That's a Jim Leonard reflection. Doesn't matter if Chase Wolf is in the game. How do you get two false starts in a holding and go back 40 yards on the last drive when you're at the five yard line? So th- there's questions that arise. I know that game had nothing to do with it, but from that game specifically for me, that tells me that there should be questions about Jim Leonard. I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten the job, but I'm saying you can't just look at him and see like the next Hall of Famer when I didn't necessarily see that in his first year as the interim head coach. I didn't necessarily see that. So for me to kind of be all up in arms about how upset I am that he didn't get this job when you hired a guy that's more proven than he is and a better winner probably than he is, you can't complain. Hey, we got one more tweet to get here, and then uh, a couple of special guests coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Adam Mertz of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Adam Rittenberg of ESPN, both scheduled to appear on the special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The last time Wisconsin was competitive and in the national championship conversation was 2017 when they went undefeated in the regular season, lost to Ohio State by one score in the Big Ten championship game. Even in 2019, where so the seniors this year, freshmen on that 2019 team, they lost two games in October to Illinois and Ohio State, so they were out of any national championship college football playoff conversations by the time we got to my birthday, November 5th. Like, let's not pretend that Wisconsin has consistently been at that national championship college football playoff conversation. They were at it once in the last decade. Since 2012, they've been in that conversation legitimately one time, and it was 2017. The program needs a, a, a boost. It needs some energy. It needs some innovation. It needs an evolution. Luke Fickle's the guy for it. So I understand the value of Jim Leonard. I love Jim Leonard. I want him to stay as the defensive coordinator. But sticking to what has always been was not the way to go here, and that's why I like the hire. Hunter, one more tweet. Let's get to it quick. Yeah, one more tweet from the Cincinnati side of things. Trevor Carter, a player for Cincinnati, he said, I'm – currently still committed to the University of Cincinnati, but my recruitment is 100% open. So he's not 100% committed to Cincinnati, right? What? I am married, but I'm open on going on dates. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's the best tweet I've ever seen. I want want him at Wisconsin. I love that. He should come to Wisconsin. That tells me that he doesn't have many offers outside of it, and he just wants to reel him in before he kind of decommits completely. Uh, I love shoot. it. Bring him to bring him to Madison. We need that what, type of. What, uh, what do I say here loyalty. right now? What do I tweet that is going to make the Cincinnati fans happy, but also make me an appealing option in case anybody wants to come call? I got it. I'm 100 percent committed to Cincinnati, but if you want to call me, feel free. I he wants it. to show his loyalty. <laughs> he might as well just put his cell phone number in the tweet. <laughs> call me. <laughs> I'm looking for a reason. Hey, what are you doing Saturday? Well, I have plans that I'm 100% committed to, but I'm also open if you have anything else that's going on. Let me know. That's amazing. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day Special Monday morning edition kicking off 13 straight hours of live local reaction to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers football team. Special guest scheduled to appear in the 8 a.m. hour. Adam Mertz of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN College Football Insider. As we continue in just a few minutes, Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, Hunter Vaughn, ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.